Hey friends, and welcome to this episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. My mission being here with you today is to cultivate your confidence through leadership and wellness. And we break wellness down into two categories, nutrition and fitness. So one topic that is common across all three of these pillars, leadership, nutrition, and fitness, is habits. Last episode, you got to hear from my amazing sister and human potential coach, Leva Hendren, on all things goal setting, choosing a singular priority for a day, and so much more. And truly, I learned so much from that episode, so go and listen to it if you haven't yet. And from that, I decided it would be a great way to dovetail off of our conversation to dive into habits. Today will be a short, sweet episode introducing you to one of my personal favorite habit building techniques and then come next episode, we'll dive a little deeper into the meat, if you will, of understanding good and bad habits. I find that the more I understand something, the easier it is for me to, for example, break a bad habit. It helps to just have that basic understanding of what's actually going on in our minds to then be able to be successful in implementing whatever change we would like, whether it's starting a good habit or breaking a bad habit. So anyway, into my personal favorite habit building technique, Lulu Bucks. Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigitte Bornstein, and just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. Okay, so what is a Lulu buck? A few years ago, I discovered Lululemon leggings. I know Lululemon has been around and been way popular for much longer than that. I just tend to be a little resistant towards fashion trends and I just kept not understanding, you know, what could be so great about a pair of leggings that they would have to cost that much. I didn't get it until I tried it. <laughs> we had a discount that we could use and I decided to use it and try a pair of Align leggings. Those of you who know, you know, aligned leggings are Lululemon's softest. They're usually described as buttery soft, actually, to be exact. Most comfy leggings. So from there, um, I loved the aligned leggings. Then I tried the shorts, and I'm usually super picky about shorts. Actually, I feel like I'm giving, you know, a advertisement pitch for Lululemon. That's not my intention, but I'm usually very picky about shorts. And this was the first pair in years that I found comfortable when working out. And then I fell in love quite literally, with their fast and free leggings. No joke, I had a pair of Nike running leggings years ago, and I wore them so much that the fabric literally started to disintegrate, like it would become powder in your hands. It was kind of gross. But they were irreplaceable, and everything else would just pinch and sag and move when you run and be too tight, whatever. But I tried these at Lululemon, and I fell in love with them. And now to this day, 
I won't really run in anything else because they're so comfortable and they're just built for movement. So all that to say, I developed a fairly expensive shopping desire. I've never been a big shopper by any means, but this was definitely the real deal. So somewhere along the way, I had this idea, you know, knowing that Lululemon leggings were a little on the pricier side, right? I had this idea to earn my Lululemon leggings. What do you mean earn Lululemon leggings? They cost money. That's it. Yes, they do cost money, but I have a jar called my Lulu jar (laughs) and I've created over time a list of habits I personally want to develop and I'll give you some examples in a bit and each time I do that habit that I'm I'm trying to solidify in myself I get one Lulu buck or basically one dollar into the jar I just put it on sticky notes you know I'll just write one dollar you know red today and put it in there I have a shared note on my phone as well so I share it with Drew every time I come up with a new habit that I really want to live out and learn to love. I run it past him to make sure uh, it's not something where I could just easily earn a ton of points, right? I want it to be challenging, um, but not too challenging. And so it has to be, it has to be legitimate and it can't be too easy for me to earn because then what's the point? Where's the motivation? I remember in my conversation in episode 35 with Leva, she mentioned research showing that about 4% of a challenge is actually the sweet spot for goal setting. And I like to think that habit building is probably similar, you know, so not something way out there going from zero to 60, but something that's a little of a stretch still. So let me walk you through an example. About a year ago or so, I knew I never read books, but I really wanted to. I saw the benefit in other people's lives who I saw pouring over personal developments or books to grow their faith or learn about a new topic just for fun. I I also knew that, you know, leaders are readers. I knew that. And the people I generally looked up to always seemed to be good at rotating through books. So I decided that for every time I read a book for 20 minutes, just 20 minutes, which was a lot for me then... I would get one Lulu book or one dollar in the Lulu jar. And to be totally honest, it was really hard at first. Like I would only do it occasionally. And when I would force myself to sit down and read, I would get distracted. I would have to set a timer on my phone because God forbid I would accidentally read one extra minute and it was torture the entire time until I finished my first book. And then I realized, huh, Like, that was pretty cool. I just finished a book. So fast forward to now, months and months of having this little Lulu buck reward every time I read for 20 minutes. I will start reading now because I've learned to love it. And I've been flying through books compared to how I used to be. I've given this a lot of time. And with that boost of motivation to get a dollar in the jar each time I read, I gave myself the kickstart I needed to really develop a good, solid habit to the point where now I have a genuine desire to read and I'm so thankful for that. That's just one example. I I have more, but why has this worked so well for me and why do I think it could really help you too? That's the next question I want to answer and then I'll go through some more examples of ways I've used this for different habits. By... Rewarding myself with a Lulu buck, with a dollar, for practicing a good habit, I'm basically creating an incentive for myself that otherwise wouldn't be there. Think about, for example, weight loss. 
For someone who is struggling to lose weight, the end goal can seem so far away and the gains can seem so small that people lose motivation all the time, right? Like why not have five cookies because I can't seem to lose the weight anyway and and eating the extra vegetables doesn't seem to make me slimmer. But what if instead you hijacked your mind, for lack of a better word, and you gave yourself a little pat on the back each time you didn't have a dessert, maybe? That actually was one of mine because I I really disliked how I felt like I needed a sweet every day after dinner. So I decided avoiding a post-dinner dessert deserved a lulubuck and I don't really struggle with that craving as much. This is called positive reinforcement. To get back to the explanation of why this is so powerful, this is really just positive reinforcement. I think of these incentives not as a way to fake it until you make it. I mean, because... You want to stay focused on why you've actually chosen whichever good small habit you're wanting to develop, but as a way to jumpstart your mind to get over the hurdle of really not being motivated at the very beginning. And then over time, you can begin to close that gap between where you are now and where you'd like to be. You're giving yourself a short-term reward that's a little more tangible than the success you'll achieve later or the 40 pounds you'll eventually be able to lose. And That is part of why I think it's so powerful. Some other habits I've used Lulubucks for are waking up without hitting snooze. This is my least favorite one because I actually still find this really challenging. I just, to be honest, I sleep like a baby and I really love sleeping. And one day I realized I don't want to waste 20 30 minutes each day hitting the snooze button. I That's just such a waste. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to wake up ready to tackle the day and excited and full of energy. So I get a Lulubuck for springing out of bed and I love it. <laughs> um, another one is not procrastinating. Specifically, when I write, record, and schedule this podcast two weeks or one month in advance, I get three or five Lulubucks respectively because I'm trying to incorporate a planning way in advance habit there. I get a Lulubuck for every 100 calories on the stationary bike. That's another success story. Um, So give a little bit of background on that. I used to hate, hate biking. (laughs) And now I literally love it. I used to hate biking. But I struggled to do cardio because I had all these recurring running injuries and surgeries. And then I got introduced to the Peloton app and bike. And I told myself, I'll get a Lulubuck for every 100 calories because I knew that unless there was another incentive, I I wasn't interested. I didn't like biking. What's the point? You know, I know it's for good cardio, but if I hated every minute of it, then what's the point? Um, So I decided, I I told myself I'll get a Lulubuck for every 100 calories. And at first, just like reading, it was torture. But now (laughs) I love it. I love it. And I feel like I'm able to get the good cardio in effortlessly now that I've gotten over that initial hurdle of not wanting to incorporate this into my routine. And another one is yoga and mobility. Every time I do just 10 minutes of yoga or mobility work, I get a Lulubuck that's just, you know, those are things I know are really good for me, really good for recovery that I have always not really liked doing. Um, So that's my way of sort of pushing myself to to do that. And, And I adjust these, you know, so... Once I get really good at something, I'll make the Lulubuck a little harder to achieve, right? Or maybe I'll just get rid of it altogether and replace it with a new habit. Those are just mine, 
but I would love for you to think about what habits you'd like to develop and then ask yourself how you could reward yourself for working on them. You know, who are the people you look up to or the skills you aspire to one day have? And then what is one tiny, tiny building block that could help you get there that you could work on in the form of an actionable habit? Your reward definitely doesn't have to be a pair of leggings at Lululemon. It could be something like an experience to get to do something fun or relaxing. But whatever it is, I would encourage you to be specific about it. Like so, so specific. If you read for 20 minutes, you get $1 towards Lululemon leggings. That specific. Sometimes I even pick out the exact pair and color I'd like to work towards, right? Because then I can just have that visualization of why I need to wake up without hitting my snooze alarm or whichever one. To wrap this up today, I think even if we don't all incorporate a Lululemon habit building system like I have, We can all at least take a nugget away to apply towards the people around us. And that's just the importance of reward. I think this system works to build good habits because we are rewarding ourselves for things that otherwise would maybe be a little ignored or seen as trivial and not applauded as something to be proud of. And no matter what your job is or where you are in school, the people you find yourselves with work the exact same way. I remember I did a much earlier episode about how we all have this invisible sign on our forehead that says, make me feel important. And it's a little bit like that. It's actually pretty well recognized that people would rather have recognition than more money in most cases. I'll link to the Psychology Today article in the show notes that explains a little bit more about that. But But that's something I've been hearing buzz around for years. And it's just the idea that generally humans would rather get the reward of great job, you know, keep it up, and that positive feedback than more money via via a raise, which is just crazy to me. But if I really stop and think about it, it makes sense. So keep that in mind as you go out and about and interact with people. And let me know if you choose to make your own Lulubuck system because I would... Love, love, love to hear that. I've actually already gotten a few friends on the bandwagon, so hopefully you join us. Thank you so much for listening today, and as always, thank you for pouring into your leadership because our world needs more good leadership, and we definitely need yours. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be. 